This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. It is May 12, 2020. Coming at you with a bonus episode. You guys did not see this one coming, but it is here nonetheless. So with the great guests that we've been having on lately, we've been doing our best to try to keep that going. And we think we've done a pretty good job with this one. So without further ado, we have Scooter Magruder. You guys might have heard of this guy. I'm sure you guys have. How are you doing, my friend? Thank you for coming on the show. What up, though? 407, stand up. The, biggest the Orlando of Magic will win the NBA championship this year. This if year, they have it. let's go. If He's they, bringing the energy with, with that caveat. If they I've have seen it. the future, I mean, I and isn't today Mo Bamba's birthday? Like it bro, is. You're not ready. You're not ready. The players supposedly reportedly getting back in the arena, the practice facility tomorrow for individual volunteer workouts. Yeah, they oh, invited me. I was like, no, I can't. I got you. Can't I do it. it. Yeah, right. yeah. I was like, they yeah. were like, we need a third backup. Right. Point guard, I was like, you know, if you need me in the playoffs, let mm-hmm. me know. But like right, right. now, I got to You got to rest. Quarantine. I understand. You know. I understand. Exactly. You uh, could, we yeah, we completely understand. understand. And Scooter, talking about quarantine, kind of, can what have you been doing? Because Jonathan and I have been playing a lot of Warzone, uh, been yes. you know working from home, and it's just it's unprecedented times right now, man. Like, what what have you been up to? We are definitely living in strange and peculiar times mm-hmm. right now, Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh. Honestly, though, everyone's like, oh, I'm so bored. No, I have way too much work right now, like more work than I would normally. I don't really understand all the people who are like, I'm so bored. I have nothing to do. I literally have been working nonstop since quarantine ended, trying to get things going with the gaming channel, Mm -hmm. trying to get my merch launched, starting different video series. It's just... It's a whirlwind, but that is the life of a content creator, though. And you were not uh, shy about the fact that, that that your latest NFL draft video bodied you, in your words. You oh were my getting gosh. bodied. So it, how did, you know, what was kind of the reason there? Without giving too much information, I guess, but I'm sure there's a lot of behind the scenes that you couldn't quite. Well, first off, I forgot how I did it the year prior. And the year prior, I had my friend, my cameraman, Mm-hmm. come over we just stayed up all night and we got the piece to air on nfl network mm-hmm. so we did a piece for the nfl we like stayed up all night did it got it out and i just like pulled like a, an all-nighter and got it out right. this one was not like that mm-hmm. this one i was like oh we'll just shoot in the morning uh then the morning came and i was like I still hadn't written all the 32 teams. It was like a it was a different type of draft too cuz there was a lot of mm-hmm. different things that happened like the year prior think there weren't that many like big moments. Like right. no one was drafting Jalen Hurts in yeah. the second round last year. CD Lamb, I don't really know if there was like that many big of storylines of people falling. But I feel like this year it was just a lot different. So it was a lot yeah. more writing. Yeah. And I didn't want to put on 32 shirts. I was just like, That's got to right. be the hardest thing of all of that is just the constant wardrobe change. 
it and it, the draft was just so weird in general and like scooter said there was a lot of stuff that went on player wise and draft wise of players falling and 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 players going ahead of where you thought they'd go but then you've had got like Roger Goodell leaning into people booing him as he's done but he had him do it from like a TV screen where they he booed and he like pumped him up and the whole thing was weird bizarre like, definitely it, bizarre i think the less they can get Roger Goodell in front of a camera, the better for mm-hmm. the NFL as a whole. And he stayed around longer than usual, too. Yeah. We were he like going getting, on the whole he thing. was getting bodied. That, That's who was getting yes. bodied. The definition of bodied was Roger Goodell right there. But just but leaning Scooter, back in the, the leather chair, all of it. Yeah. yeah. And and Scooter, for guys people that might not know <laughs> who you are, um, chances are that means that they might not they might have just stumbled upon this video and never heard of you before. They so. don't have the internet. They don't have the internet. They, they're not a Magic fan. They're not a Cowboys fan. They're not a Gator fan, apparently. See, um, here's the thing, though. You guys say that, but no. There's so many Cowboys fans who have no idea who I am. So many Gator fans who have no idea who I am. And every year, it re- refreshes. Like, a mm-hmm. new crop of people come in who haven't heard of me. So And and what can you tell those people? That's the best part, though. That's the best yeah. part. Tell them a little bit about the videos you make because you're not just tying yourself down to those things. So kind of tell the people what videos you make, maybe how you got started and, and what kind of got you set on that path of making videos. Um, so the videos that I make primarily right now are sports comedy videos. Mm-hmm. So a lot of reactionary videos to like big sports events. So the NFL draft, I made a things NFL draft fans say or things players say, things fans said during the NFL draft huge Cowboys fan so I do a reaction video for every game but recently I I've gone into phase two. Oh boy phase one we just completed eight year process we're entering into phase two mm-hmm. right this now like Marvel long which long is, exactly exactly the Magruder cinematic universe MCU <laughs> perfect <laughs> Uh, phase two involves me having conversations with myself more. So if you ever seen like SEC shorts, mm-hmm. I'm trying yeah. to get on their level. I'm trying to elevate my game. People love videos when you're having conversations with yourself. So I'm trying to move more into that content. It's more fresh, more fun for me to edit. Don't have to put on 32 shirts. Always a doesn't have to be as timely. Mm-hmm. Because the hardest thing about doing the videos I do is turning them around so fast. Right. Because literally the day after, no one really cares that much. You wait right. two days to put out a video, you're done. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Phase yeah. two. There. Um, listen, phase two. I'm you guys heard it here first. It's it's coming. That is that is true. Scooter talking to Cinematic Universe on its way to a theater near you. If we ever get back into movie theaters, that is with quarantine. That is true. Who knows. So talking more a little bit about like how you got started and everything like that. Obviously, we're an Orlando Magic podcast. People that are familiar with you, at least in our realm of things, know that you're a big Magic fan. So um, talk to us a little bit about like your, your fandom, maybe some of your earliest Orlando Magic moments, your favorite Magic moments, all that good stuff. Uh, I mean, I grew up a Magic fan. I'm from Orlando, born in Orlando, 407 represent Dr. Phillips. Let's mm. go, Olympia. Please sit down. Stop playing. So I just grew up a Magic fan. Like I would go to all the Magic camps, like Bo Outlaw, Daryl Armstrong. Mm. Uh, so that was pretty cool at a young age, just like being around other Magic players. 
uh, like having them instruct you and coach you. We sucked pretty much that whole time up nice. until, you know, we got Dwight came along. Mm-hmm. Dwight, and then we had the Richard Lewis, that like regime right there, yeah. Edo. So that was like kind of the golden era for Magic fans when we were like making a lot of noise. Courtney Lee missing the layup. That's how Luke wow. like that, greeted me this morning with I, that I video. I, I sent it if to him. Courtney Lee makes that mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. The Magic go on to win the series. Dwight stays. Who knows what could have happened? Right, Corona and might not have even happened. We don't know. My entire like, life, we is don't different. know these things. No, no lie, Scooter. This morning, I woke up and I don't remember how I got there. As it often is the case with YouTube videos, I stumble across Courtney Lee misses alley oop layup in uh, the final. And, and it was and it was and so cl- it was like, I, I, it was I a goaltend on Pal Gasol technically. Like if we want to really get into the NBA rule book, he should have just yammed not- it. Like why? <laughs> Just yam it. And that's how I, I woke Jonathan up that way this morning. I text him, and I was like, hey, man, I woke up this way. So Also, shouts out to Jonathan. Recently engaged. Hype. Oh, well, let's I, go. Jo- oh, Jonathan Isaac. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. No. And yes. Oh, you're and, talking about this, Jonathan. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was like, well, I was like we wait, can go wait there. a minute. We, that, can, we can go there. I might, Jonathan I Isaac. back in time. We, I was like, he got engaged. He got a kid on the way. I was like, uh, I was like what? Number two? <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Jonathan Isaac did get engaged recently. Yeah, that's amazing. Nobody saw it coming because he doesn't put Shouts his personal out. life out there, which Smart. I respect that. Smart. And he just said, guys, I'm engaged. He When he was on the show, Scooter, he got really pumped about us saying that, you know, I have a child on the way. Jonathan has a kid and another kid on the way. Now, here's the real question. Do we have the names picked out? Mm, we, we I do. I do. Because I, I would suggest Cameron. I mean, I'm just saying unisex could go either way. Right now, would you prefer Cameron, it be Cameron Magruder, or Scooter, Sylvia? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do Scooter to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just would not do that. How did that That's come about? That's a choice the child has to make on their own. Right, and what? Where did that come about? Like Jonathan was saying, Scooter what? came about sixth grade, Southwest Middle School, Mister Ferrioli science class. Shouts mm. out to Mister Ferrioli. Oh, what a name! Just like as a dare, like a. Teacher said, Mr. Ferrioli, he went around and he's like, all right, tell me your name or what you want, what you want to be called. So just literally off the cuff, I looked over to the person next to me. I don't even remember who was next to me. I was like, I'm going to tell him Scooter. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him everyone calls me Scooter. And they're like, what? you won't do it. And I was like, who won't? Who won't do it? What so, grade were you? Sixth grade. Yeah, a sixth grader will do anything for attention. And the thing is, I told him that. He looked at me, gave me a look, shrugged it off. But he started calling me Scooter. When you're in sixth grade, no one knows your real name anyways. So the fact that a teacher is calling me Scooter, people in sixth grade just assumed it was my name. So that kind of carried on. And were your social media handles immediately Scooter, Magruder, or did you start out with Cameron? You know, I'm glad I had the foresight at a young age to get all of my usernames as Scooter Magruder. So, like, you go back, I got the OG YouTube username, Scooter Magruder, Twitter Mm -hmm. OG Scooter Magruder. I just made, at a very early age, my branding was on point. 
That's pretty impressive. I mean, even Drake, for the longest time, did not own the at Drake Twitter handle. I forget what it was, but it wasn't Drake. And I remember him tweeting at the kid, like, hey, like, give me my me username. Mm-hmm. Which, How much money you do you want? Exactly. 2000 Exactly. Just take it. Yeah. But no, that that's incredible. Um, we lo- That's like... The thing that we love is hearing how people became Magic fans and how their their fandom grew. Like you mentioned, the the glory days oh, yeah, of Tito and Dwight and Richard. Definitely born into it. Yeah, definitely born into the family. It's not a choice. It's just something that you inherit. Yes, right. But I mean, I feel like we're on the upswing, and we're on I the feel up and up. honestly, I feel like Jonathan Isaac is the centerpiece. He right. is what we build around. We've right. heard the comparisons. Now it's just we wait back and see what happens. I the the biggest comparison in like the the most common comparison that you hear is Andre Kirilenko. And like I get it, but I just think Jonathan no, I Isaac think has the more, potential to be so much better than Andre Kirilenko. Yes. yes, I I mean so much more. AK wasn't he 47? Was yeah. that AK, it's a, it's probably the best basketball nickname AK of all time. AK 47. He, he was, was Russian. Raw. He it's was just, wrong. It's, it's too fitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a. Yeah. Uh, he was good, but I think. Uh, I think we're talking about something a little bit different. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Have you and ever I, stood next to him? Have not seen him on a I've Zoom st- call. I've, He's still I've really tall to, on the computer. I've stood next to Jonathan Isaac and Mo Bamba. Mm. And so you were definitely out of sorts in that situation. Well, the problem is we were sitting down initially. Oh, I, we were, I just ran into Jonathan at the airport one day. He just came up to me. And we were sitting down, so the difference wasn't like as noticeable. Right. And then right. we stood up, and that's was like, oh, okay. And yeah, I and get it. Scooter, you and I have met once before uh, at the University of Florida campus. Go Gators. Um, go Gators. And you're uh, you're a little taller than I thought you'd be. I don't know how tall I thought you were. Yeah, I'm not short. I'm you're six not a one. Short guy. Yeah, you're and six one. And they're like a ruler taller than me. <laughs> So, yeah. like, just think, however tall you are, looking at a four-foot individual. Mm-hmm. That's what they are looking at me like. Right, right. So. Yeah, those are, those are the big boys. I would hate to play basketball against them. Yeah. Because and the, the length. Most people do. The length alone, I'm done. Yeah. That's why I never made it to the NBA. You Listen, Scooter, you might not have made it to the NBA, but there were some, I think, Instagram videos maybe on your story that you put up. I have no idea where you were. I can't remember. But you were you were dribbling the ball and seemed like you were pretty skilled. Oh, Is you it? will get served buckets. LA yeah. Fit. I have three gym memberships. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm not getting charged right now because that like I can't mm-hmm. go to them. Right. Because ball is life. You mm-hmm. will get served buckets. Mm-hmm. Throw you the okay, alley, Don't right? Don't make any YouTuber out there. <laughs> What's up? Okay, you don't want this. You do not want this. They don't. I Again, I don't know what, just kind of like with your height, I wasn't sure what your basketball skills were like. You posted this video. You were in a gym or something. I, I'm just killing me not remember where you were. But I remember replying. I was like, I didn't know you had it like that. And it was. it is you what it is. You will get sauced. You will get sauced. Yeah. I could have gone D2 anywhere. Anywhere in the nation. Right, right. D2. Yeah. That's, you know. But you went on to bigger and better things. Exactly. I mean, I realized at an early age, Dr. Phillips, when I was mm-hmm. going there, was a powerhouse at, at basketball at the time. We were really good at basketball. Mm-hmm. So I realized 
uh, junior year, I was like, uh, I could I could do it <laughs> if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. I could like apply myself and practice every day and only train and only play basketball. Maybe maybe make it small D one school. What uh, what what year did you graduate high school? Oh seven. Oh seven. Class president. Let's go. So stand up. Listen, if if you go college the D two route, we don't get the video reasons no, why Santa can't be black. That's not there. There's no like Gator videos probably because mm-hmm. that's where my fandom came in. Right. Who knows? And like, I might be an accountant. Who who knows the route I would have ended up? Where did that? Uh, I, I just touched on it, but where did that come from? The idea for reasons why Santa can't be black. You did, and you did. You went on to do why he can't be Hispanic. Oh, so when I first started making YouTube, all my videos were just basically recreations of my favorite YouTubers' videos. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, I think I was like, re- I loved watching Kev Jumba. I just love watching Kev Jumba mm-hmm. and Ryan Higa at the time the the asian youtubers they were like the biggest asian youtubers at the time right Mm -hmm. really like some of the biggest youtubers period not just asian right but i just love the way that they did their videos so why santa can't be black was just sort of modeled after how kev jumba was doing some of his videos and i was just like oh let me put my spin on this Mm -hmm. and i was like turned out pretty well that that video actually got on tv so yeah, and you've you've been on TV quite a few times. Um, yeah, I, I was on the that... Today Show routinely before I started doing only exclusively sports content, and they actually flew me out to be on the show. So I met Kathy Lee and Hoda back when that was going on. That's awesome. Yeah. How did how did that come about? Because I know that you've had oh, you they know... just shared my videos on their show, mm. uh, almost like weekly at one point, and wow. so they just. One of the producers was like, let's fly him out here. That's crazy. That's that's the life right there. And, and a moment ago, we talked about like, you know, kind of what almost was or, you know, what could have been. And we were really reminded of that pretty recently. Um, I'm sure like a lot of people, maybe you've seen The Last Dance, the MJ documentary. This last week, uh, they touched on the, the 1995 series where, you know, Nick Anderson famously steals the ball. The Magic go on to win that series. Um, and and lose unfortunately in the the NBA Finals. Uh, you know four missed free throws from Nick Anderson. Um, I'm glad they they cut that out. They did cut the, that out. We really appreciated that. It had nothing Crucial. to do with Michael Jordan, so it really just yeah. would have been yeah. wrong to do that. Um, <laughs> they but, they but didn't have about, to. They didn't have to talk about the next series either. Next year when we played them and and got and stumped, swept. Yeah, they didn't, they have, didn't to have to that. talk about no, that, that was, at all. Yeah, that was unnecessary. ESPN. But watching that wow. episode, what like what was your takeaway from that? And and really this documentary as a whole, like what is your biggest takeaway from that documentary? Positive or negative? My biggest takeaway is that every dude at LA Fitness talks the same amount as trash as Michael Jordan. Right. But do they but back it up? Only though? Jordan was the one. <laughs> Who could back it up? Right. Because these guys are trash, is what I'm trying to say. And then you have to serve How do you them. talk trash and you're trash? That's what I want to know. Right. Like, well, where mean, is the... You know, like, Italian people speak Italian, so it makes sense. Oh. I'm just like... Just saying, if you're trash, you speak trash. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I like Jordan's... Co- I would have liked to have heard the trash talk. 
Mm. Like I, I would like to so just so I can increase my levels of trash because I am a right. trash talker. Take a couple notes. Yes, exactly. I am a trash talker. People want to fight me when we play basketball. Mm-hmm. I like it. Take psychological warfare. It's a part of the game. Now, because you talk about that, me, Jonathan and I have talked about this in a, in a recent recording, but now that we're coming into these times where we don't think we're going to have fans in stadiums and arenas for at least a season, uh, what is your take on if they happen to mic up maybe all these players and we just get to hear trash talk the entire game? I need I need an ESPN live uncut mm-hmm. feed. That's right. what I need. And ESPN might no be inter- edits. They, they might be introducing that. Jonathan brought that up the other day. I will like, pay more to yeah, hear the raw 100%. audio. They're not. Well, they're I, doing it. Yeah, I, I was saying that. You I'm know, in. with this MJ documentary, we've heard more MFs than we've ever heard on television before. Maybe that's ESPN <laughs> testing the water, see how people receive that, and maybe they go along with that for the mm-hmm. NBA broadcast. If we get basketball back, who knows? Anything is possible at this moment. Like Kevin and Garnett said. One of my mottos is experimentation is key. Well, we could take that a bunch of different ways, but I think we're going to take that opportunity to kind of transition into one of our favorite segments on this show as Luke cannot breathe now, so I'll take the first question here. So rapid fire, that's one of our favorite parts of the show. We try to do that with each one of our guests. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen really quickly here. So the Magic posted this a couple weeks back. So what we would love to know is out of these jerseys, you have to pick three for the Magic to wear for the rest of eternity. Which three are you going with? Definitely got to go black pinstripes. The very first one, 25. Stop lying. Respect it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eliminate bottom right off rip. That's gone. That's terrible, Scooter. Color scheme. Got to say, I agree. No, right. it's not. Well, it's I'm new. wearing those it's shorts right now. It's alternative. I like it, but it's alternative. We okay. can't wear it forever. All right. So we go 25. We got to go. Ooh. I mean, we got to go number one. Super freaky old school. Mm. Uh, Far right. Four. Number four. Number four. four. Gotcha. Respect that four. as well. Super freaky. And you know what? Let's just end with a more traditional. So we'll go number eight. Number eight. eight. So you're you're talking more traditional, the, more like off the. But they brought in the black, you know, side panels. So for those mm-hmm. of you listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, so Scooter eliminated twelve, which is the city jersey right off the rip. We're not doing the off orange rip. as much as these guys love the we Gators. We can't wear it forever. Can't wear it's it forever. It's good for the moment. It's good 2020, 2021, 2023, good. Not forever. Not forever. Scooter also then went with number one, which is the the classic Shaq and Penny black jersey with white pinstripes. And then he went with number four here, uh, which is the Tracy McGrady, Daryl Armstrong era, you know, bow outlaw of the white away or white home, excuse me, star jerseys. And yeah. then he is going with number eight, the uh, the statement jerseys from this year, the all blue with the the black panels on the side, which I wasn't really all that crazy about at first, uh, but they have really grown on me, I- I've got to say. For me, the one that I always have to go back to is, which was number three, which was the the blue with the white pinstripes. To me, that's just the, the cleanest NBA jersey in the history of the NBA. There's That's not up for discussion, in my opinion. I just was balancing between... Like home and away, so right? Oh no, I no, I, I'm not disrespecting. Everybody's got their own preference. That's just my personal take. Um, next question. I think you're really gonna like this one. I thought of this or last night, or you might hate it as well. But I was prepping for the interview. I'm like, man, what could I ask Scooter? So we're going start one, 
bench one, cut one, and why. You have to tell us why. We're going right. Romo, Tebow, Dak Prescott. I know it's hard. We're going to start Tony Romo. Okay. Why? Because we need to see what he can do with the new weapons. Okay. We haven't seen I respect that. that. We haven't seen what Romo could do with Zeke behind him, with a Zeke, with a CD No Lamb. love for, for DeMarco Murray? Uh, DeMarco was good, but <laughs> he's, he's not, not Zeke. Zeke. Right, okay. He's not Zeke. Fair. Uh, and you saw, the thing is, it's our line, too. Our line is part of the success for the Cowboys. Right. So we're starting Romo, we're going to bench uh, Dak Prescott, and we're cutting Timothy. Timothy's oh, got to go. Luke cannot believe what's happening right now. Timothy's got to go. Listen, Dak has proven. Dak is a proven quarterback. Tebow was proven in college. Still unproven because he wasn't given the chance mm-hmm. in the NFL. You just shattered mm-hmm. Luke's heart into a million pieces. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm not so much shattered as I am maybe a little offended. And um, I, I don't know. I... It's like I want to give you another shot, but I know your answer is going to be the Who same. Who are you cutting instead? Well, see, I don't know if you I'm coming at cut this from Romo, and I mean, you cannot cut Dak. Tebow is the goals, only answer. It, listen, I get it. I I think you're coming at this too NFL minded, Scooter. <laughs> I think it's too NFL minded. I think if you, I'm say, trying to win ball games. I am starting Romo for the moment. I'm so happy I asked this question. Put Dak in. That's this is fine. the best thing I've done all day. That's fine. Scooter's – I mean, Tebow's won more things than Romo. It's fine. Um, that's all right. We Let's move on to the next question. We can talk <laughs> about this later, boys. <laughs> oh, fine. Fine. Here fine, we fine. go. We'll, we'll move on. Counter uh, question. What? Start, sit, cut. Okay. Daryl Armstrong Oh. in his prime. Okay. This is going to be disrespectful. I feel it. <laughs> Steve Francis in his Ooh. prime, or Markel Fultz this year? This <laughs> this year, okay. Uh, are we going chemistry, or are we just going solely off of talent? Like, do I have to win a championship this year with with start bench cut? Same rules you gave me. Okay. Start, sit, and cut. That's all you get. All right, I'm mm. gonna start Steve Francis. Because we saw the upside of C. Francis at his best. He was like all-star caliber, right? We he have was not older, seen though. that. You got to – so this, it's this when they were on the Magic. He was older. He was I, older. No, I understand he was in that. His, but, uh, but even his best as a Magic player, he's all-star caliber, right? Okay. We haven't okay. seen the level, maybe a consistency out of Fultz. But I feel like a backup, that's like as, as good as you're getting from a point guard is Markel Fultz. Whether the jump shot is there, whether it ever progresses or not. And Who as much as it pains me to cutting? say, I'm cutting. I'm cutting the underdog. I'm cutting the underdog. Are you cutting Daryl Armstrong? I'm, I'm cutting Daryl Armstrong. I I, okay. I believe that wholeheartedly in Markel Fultz. How old are you? I am 26 years old. Okay. So Daryl Armstrong, at the very tail end okay. of my magic memory. So you saw Tra- a little. It bit. starts with Tracy McGrady. You saw a little bit of it. Okay. A little bit I of Daryl Armstrong. I think it has a lot. Daryl Armstrong's best season was sixteen and six, and ninety. What year was ninety nine? Uh, and you know, I think that Steve Francis he averaged twenty a game with the Magic, right? Uh, maybe more. And so uh, I, 
I think for the benefit of this conversation and entertainment, I'm I'm starting Steve Francis. I'm no, I'm doing it. I'm benching Markel Fultz, and we are cutting Daryl Armstrong. Wow! See, I, I'm see, so call it recency bias. He's, I, a, he's a fan favorite. He played for so long with the Orlando Magic, so I understand it. But like, like you said, we're trying to win ball games. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It's a difference of opinion here. This is how I felt when you put winless Tony Romo as a starter and Tebow on the bus home. Check check the stats. Check the stats. Stats don't lie. Okay. Luke, what you got for us? I I don't know if I have anything. I'm baffled at this point. I don't. This conversation (laughs) and rapid fire. We've got to keep it going. The most controversial. I'm okay. (laughs) Fine. We'll we'll ask ask another one. All right. You threw me for a loop, but that's okay. We're getting back on track. Which Magic player, past or present, do you compare your skills on the court to? DJ Augustine. Okay. Because this, when you're a point guard, you want to play like DJ. This man is, like, so smooth with Mm. it. Mm. Like, you could think of, like, a even, like, Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson was raw. Facts. But it didn't look as smooth as how DJ does it. Like it, He's so smooth. The man, what is he, like 33, and he's playing like he's 23? It's he, His game definitely ages very well. I would yeah. agree with that. It's just, it's like that is the type of player I need to be at LA Fitness. I mean, the Cat was working with a little bit more muscle, you know. So he had he had the ability to be a little bit more physical. So it didn't always have to be as smooth. But mm-hmm. I respect it. Yeah. DJ Augustine, that's not a but, bad comp at all. But the question of Scooter here is do you have the same clutch gene as DJ Augustine game 1 Listen, against the Toronto Raptors? When the, from the game top? is on the line, it's Magruder time. <laughs> Write it down. I'm just like letting it. you know. Is that coming on a T-shirt soon? When the game is it on the line, it's Magruder be. time. Because I, I'm trying to tell you, I'm taking the last shot. Okay, what did MJ <laughs> say? Me, me. So that's a stupid question. That's dumb. Pass me the ball. Give me the ball. Mm-hmm. The heck? I don't care if I yeah. haven't scored. Give me the ball. Mm-hmm. All right, our last uh, rapid fire question here, because you have been getting into to gaming lately. You've been streaming and, and making those videos. So you're deserted on an island. You have a little bit of technology. You can only bring three video games with you. Could be past or present. Which three video games are you bringing on that island? Do I have internet access? Of course you do. Island? Yeah, you you're have playing to. multiplayer. You're playing yeah. kids okay. online. Okay. So we're going with... I just got to go with what I'm playing right now. Okay, I'm, that's fair. So we're going with Animal Crossing. I'm on an island making my own island. It's like right. bells. Yeah, I gotcha. Animal Crossing is crucial, okay? Because I'm telling you. First of all, all the girls have Animal Crossing. So dudes, <laughs> what are you doing if you don't Get have off Animal Tinder. Crossing? Get on Animal what? Crossing. Exactly. Right. Give them the dodo code. They don't care. They don't come out swiping right. No, they want the bells. They want the dodo codes. They Mm. got what are the prices of turnips? Animal Crossing, number one. We got to have a shooter of some sort. So I would say Modern Warfare, but then they're just going to come out with another one next year. So 
True. You know what? I haven't even played this game that often recently, but we're going Fortnite because I believe that they will innovate even further in the coming years. Is that a Fortnite shirt, by the way? Repping this shirt. This is a Fortnite shirt. Yeah. This is a Fortnite shirt. Um, We'll go Fortnite because of the innovation factor. I can, like, listen to live concerts and stuff. Right, that's true. On the desert island. Now, you brought it up, so I have to ask, is Fortnite, in your mind, the best Battle Royale game of all time? I mean, I feel like the genre is new, so it's kind of hard to say if... I mean, you got Warzone. the best. You got PUBG. uh, You got Apex. See, here's the thing. It's like different flavor. It's like chicken, okay? Mm. Like, you have Chick-fil-A. You have Popeyes. Wendy's is good on some days. Some days. And it's just like, there's Zaxby's too. So right. it's just like, Zaxby's what are good. you in the mood for? You want Huey right. Magoo's? Y'all had Huey Magoo? It's just I like, it's a different flavor. It just depends on what you're in the mood for. So I would say maybe the last game, I've never even played this game, but I feel like the amount of things I could do in this game would help me survive until help came on the island. So I'm going Minecraft. Yeah, you can't I've go seen wrong the with things Minecraft. People can do. We're going ham. You could build the Amway Center if you wanted to in Minecraft. Exactly. People have done it. So mm. I think yep. I'm stranded. Give me Animal Crossing. Give me Fortnite just to survive and communicate with people. Give me Minecraft. So let me clarify here, Scooter, because again, I feel a little hurt. NCAA college football. Mm-hmm. Your is that like your fourth, fifth spot, or are they not even on the radar for you on that question? For for bringing oh, like a video game. Yeah, yeah. NCAA football. Sorry, the video game. Oh, um, listen. I used to run. This is what I used to do. I used to buy the NCAA game, play as Florida, create all ninety-nine players across the board, win the national championship, yep. make a six foot eleven quarterback, right, and then input <laughs> that guy into the draft in Madden in my franchise and make sure I had the number one pick overall <laughs> and select myself right as a six foot eleven quarterback. <laughs> a grown man. Ninety nine You got Jonathan Isaac back there just slinging exactly. it. Exactly. Just, just slinging it. The st- he can like stiff arm you from the shotgun. It's just not fair. <laughs> That's awesome. Well I, Scooter- I like it, but I don't know. I don't know if I could bring it on the island because like I said, if I'm there for more than a year, we're done. Right. The new one's already out. This is 100% facts. Well, Scooter, that's all that we've got for you, man. We really appreciate you coming on the show. This was a lot of fun, one of the most fun interviews that we've done so far. Welcome back on the show anytime. Do you have any last words for the Magic fans out there? I'm a grown man. Perfect. Stop playing. You can follow me on any social at Scooter Magruder. Stop playing. Stop playing. You heard it from Scooter Magruder. Once again, man, thank you so much. For Scooter, for Luke, this has been Jonathan with a six-man show, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya! Thanks for listening to the six-man show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!